Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, Sweden celebrates their National Day, Prince Philip's 95th birthday, a Thanksgiving service, King Bumibol celebrates 70 years on the throne, and more, so stay tuned. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Sweden celebrated its National Day on Monday the 6th of June. This day is celebrated in honour of two historic events. Gustav Vasa was elected King of Sweden on the 6th of June in 1523 and the country adopted a new constitution on the same day in 1809. The 6th of June became a public holiday for the first time in 2005. The Swedish Royal Court released four new photos of Crown Princess Victoria's children, Princess Estelle and Prince Oscar, which were taken at Haga Palace. Prince Carl Philip and Princess Sophia's seven-month-old son made his first public debut, which was holding an open day. Princess Sophia was wearing traditional dress when she and Prince Carl Philip welcomed visitors and greeted well-wishers. However, the little prince was oblivious to the noise from the crowd and the Navy band, which performed some ABBA songs in the courtyard. Crown Princess Victoria and her husband, Prince Daniel, attended a citizenship ceremony in Naka City Hall whilst their children remained at home. Later, the royal family attended a music concert in Sweden's honour at Skansen, which is Stockholm's outdoor museum. Children dressed in traditional peasant costumes to present bouquets of summer flowers to King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia. King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia visited Sofiero at Helsingborg to celebrate the castle's sesquicentenary, in other words, their 150th anniversary, as well as the National Day. For more details about Sweden's National Day and to see those gorgeous photos of Princess Estelle and Prince Oscar, don't forget to visit our website at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. Excitement is building in London with the forthcoming Queen's birthday celebrations with Trooping the Carla on Saturday and the Patrons' Lunch on Sunday. On Friday the 10th of June, a special Thanksgiving service for the Queen's special contribution to the life of the nation was held at St Paul's Cathedral. About 54 members of the Royal Family, senior government members including British Prime Minister David Cameron and former Prime Minister Tony Blair were present. However, the Queen and Prince Philip arrived 10 minutes late because they were stuck in traffic. Justin Welby, the Archbishop of Canterbury, gave a sermon and prayers were read by a 90-year-old Welsh widow who was born on the same day as the Queen. The Archbishop ended his sermon with the words, Your Majesty, today we rejoice for the way in which God's loving care has fearfully and wonderfully sustained you, as well as Prince Philip marking his 95th birthday today. You have been an instrument of God's peace and through you, God has so often turned fear into wonder and joy. 
on Right Royal Roundup. Time now for a British royal family update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. As we mentioned earlier, Prince Philip also celebrated his 95th birthday on the 10th of June and it was marked with the traditional gun salutes. Prince Philip has become the longest serving consort in British history, overtaking Queen Charlotte's record of 57 years and 70 days in April 2009. Queen Charlotte had married King George III in 1761 and she died in 1818. He was born at his family's villa, Monripos, on the Greek island of Corfu in 1921. He was the youngest and the only son of Prince Andrew of Greece and Princess Alice of Battenberg. He was also the great-grandson of King Christian IX of Denmark and was also one of Queen Victoria's great-grandsons. However, the family were forced to flee when Prince Philip was only 18 months old with no money and no travel documents. They eventually settled in Paris, but exile took its toll on the family. Princess Alice suffered a nervous breakdown and was sent to a psychiatric clinic when Prince Philip was only nine years old. Prince Philip was shunted between various relatives and boarding school in Germany and Britain before his uncle Dickie took charge and urged him to pursue a career in the Royal Navy. He first met the future Queen at a wedding when his cousin, Princess Marina of Greece, married Princess Elizabeth's uncle, Prince George, the Duke of Kent, in 1934. They met again when King George VI, Queen Elizabeth and their two daughters visited Dartmouth Naval College aboard the Royal Yacht. They married in 1947 and they will celebrate their 69th wedding anniversary later this year in November. Prince Philip gave up a successful career in the Royal Navy when his wife became Queen in 1952. He had even served with distinction during World War II. However, despite his age, he carries out more public engagements than Princes William and Harry and the Duchess of Cambridge combined. We wish His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh a very happy birthday. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Queen Margareta of Denmark visited Vardy on, on the 3rd and the 4th of June during her summer cruise aboard the royal yacht Dannybrog. On Friday, the Queen attended a reception at Vardy City Hall and she met with school children who were preparing greetings from home packages for soldiers on deployment. Queen Margareta also provided some pens with the royal monogram to go into these packages. The Danish government is also cutting down on which royal grandchildren will be paid a salary by the state. Prince Christian, as second in line to the throne, will continue to receive a salary, whilst his younger brothers and sisters will lose theirs. According to the local Denmark, most of the population doesn't think Prince Joachim's children should receive these payments. From 1849 to 1995, only heirs to the throne, their spouses and widows, were financially supported by the government. These rules were changed when Prince Joachim married his first wife, Alexandra, to include his family. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. King Bumibol of Thailand celebrated 70 years on the throne on the 9th of June, making him the longest reigning monarch in the world as well as in Thai history. 
The 70th anniversary was marked by religious ceremonies led by 770 Buddhist monks, with ties encouraged to wear yellow, the king's traditional colour. Several hundred people gathered outside the palace to wish the king well, but as expected he did not make a public appearance. King Bhumibol suddenly ascended the throne when he was only 18, after his brother, King Ananda Mahidol, was shot in mysterious circumstances on the 9th of June in 1946. He was crowned four years later in 1950 after finishing his university studies in Switzerland. The 88-year-old monarch has ruled over a tumultuous period of Thailand's history. He has remained a reassuring image of stability and a source of inspiration for many of his subjects, including his dedicated service to the Thai people. Someone described the king as a father to the land. In recent years, the king has suffered several serious illnesses for more than a decade and has spent most of the past year in hospital. The King was last seen in public in January. The Royal Household Bureau had released a statement last month saying King Bhumibol had received treatment for water on the brain, heart surgery, as well as a swollen lung. However, strict laissez-majesty laws in Thailand banned any criticism of the King or the Royal Family. On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal history. According to one recent report, scientists wanted to name the Loch Ness Monster after the Queen, but she politely declined just in case it turned out to be a hoax. Peter Scott, the son of polar explorer Robert Falcon Scott and also a fellow of the Royal Society, wrote to the Royal Family back in the 1960s offering to name it Elizabeth Nessiae. Although the Queen was said to be very interested, advisers wrote back to Scott saying it would not be appropriate to attach her name to something that was regarded as a monster. These details are in a new book, A Monstrous Commotion, The Mysteries of Loch Ness, which were written by the former Dean of Medicine at the University of Bristol, Professor Gareth Williams. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.